What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is the Hello and welcome back Truth. to the Uncomfortable Truth. We, should, we could see your faces today. It'd be good to see your faces. Thanks for joining us. Um, do us a favor. If you listen on Apple, I say do us a favor. Leave us a, a rating, or what do you call those? Um, well, it's like a star rating yeah. or, uh, or a review. Yeah, um, review, rating, whatever. It helps, uh, it'll help push it out to more people. So, uncomfortable intro today. Obi's going to, we get comments on these videos on YouTube, and um, sometimes we just get tickled. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that people are watching that need Jesus. Yes. We... You know, we could take great offense to the to the. Uh, you could, you know, it, it, but we don't. And and I actually, think part of the problem with our entire world today is everybody's so offended. Everybody's offended. Everybody's yeah. offended. It's very true. It's very true. We I, live in a very offended world. Yeah, we got to get over ourselves. And and somebody, somebody will see a uh, video or watch a short, and. They feel like that the best use of their time is to leave a is to leave a negative comment. Yeah, which that's funny in itself. Yeah, uh, and and so you know, I mean, we 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 read some of these comments and like like Shane said, we get a little tickled. So 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 for our uncomfortable intro today, we thought we would read a couple of the uh, the latest comments on some of our on some of our videos. Um. We don't have a lot of context behind what the video was or what was said that made them make this comment. Most of them um, are the shorts, yeah. like the TikTok-type vertical under 30 seconds. And a lot of times there's not enough. A lot of times with our shorts, you get a little bit of context about what we're talking about, but not much, right? It's a short. That's right. And so, so you really, it, I mean... You could catch a short that, you know... You might not understand unless you watch the whole video, right? So the title, the title of this video, um, it says, "Would God help you?" Um, the comment says, "Aging is a curable process. God probably isn't real. Sorry." <laughs> is there a smiley face there? Or There's something? a sad face with a tear. Okay. Uh, aging is a curable process. God probably isn't real. Sorry. Sorry. Um. First of all, <laughs> are you going to debunk or we, or I think we could, we could hammer on that for a little bit, but we, we could aging is a curable process. I, really, I don't, yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to know how we can cure the fact that we're not going to be a year older next year. Yeah. Nobody in, in my recollection in the past two, 3000 years has lived past 120 years old. Right. Right. So if it's curable, that just tells me that we can live forever. Somebody's somebody's out there living forever. You know, based what? on this comment, we can. We oh, and it and maybe that's that God that it probably yeah. isn't real. Ah, there you go. Debunked. <laughs> Debunked. Debunked. We All got right. it. What's the next? There's the one next more. one. Um, are you dudes talking about the book that was written two thousand years ago by the Romans? When only one percent of the population could read, oh, okay. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's the same book that we're talking about. (laughs) I don't know. Interesting stuff. I don't know that it's the same book either because to my knowledge, it was not written by the Romans. No, Uh, written by God-inspired followers of of Christ in the New Testament. Many Jews, um, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Israelites, you know, um, Romans persecuted uh, a lot of a yeah. lot of the people that wrote this book. They uh, did, yeah. You know, so anyway, I think the uh, point is, don't be offended. Um, where and stay in a, a state of mind of thankfulness and gratefulness. What I'm grateful for is that the people that comment negative, uh, maybe they don't have a relationship with Jesus, and when when you comment on something on YouTube, YouTube says, oh, you commented, you want to see more of this. Exactly. And so it yeah. fired them up enough for them to leave a comment, which is the majority of, it's sad, but the majority of the comments are are geared towards a negative. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. Um, you know, which also I feel like um, it speaks to the, it's it speaks to the current condition of our world mm-hmm. uh it speaks to it fuels our fire yeah because again we our fire is to plant seeds for jesus christ yeah we want to do some kingdom work and we pray and hope that by sitting here in front of you all and just talking about life together that we can somehow plant a seed in your life that can uh, get you into eternity in heaven with us. Uh, because I believe that we're going to spend eternity in heaven. And so, um, I believe that we do that by believing in Jesus Christ and knowing that he, God sent him in human form to save us of our sins. And so we believe that it's our goal. It's, it's, it's our life's goal to be messengers for, for the Lord and to, mm-hmm. uh, we feel like that's what we're doing here is we're doing that. And so who knows, maybe some of those folks that are writing negative comments, maybe just maybe that short video that was posted on YouTube a year ago that they listened to and decided they wanted to make a funny mean or whatever, you know, controversial, disagreeing comment on that maybe god planted a seed in their mind mm-hmm. <laughs> through that video um maybe they just literally became a subscriber of the uncomfortable truth so that they could make fun of us <laughs> that's okay <laughs> that, that is okay that, you know that's more than okay yeah actually that's you know, that's but, great and and so maybe that uh that whatever that is in them that makes them feel like that's what they should do is the same thing that allows them to hear something that m- makes them flip the script mm-hmm. on their life. Yeah, you can, you know? you know, we're to a point to where you can, you could make fun of us as much as you want. Um, I don't want to gloss over, there are people that watch that, that leave comments that are just um, inspiring. Yeah, super inspiring. And, and I'm thankful for that too. Um, I'm thankful just to get a message out. And, and if you don't, I'm going to bring this home. If you, if we didn't understand our purpose, then that might 
some of those things might offend us. Also, if we didn't understand our purpose, we may take credit for some of those good comments where we don't really deserve credit. That's right. Um, so that goes both ways. I'm just thankful, and, and I try to, you know, it's been a goal of mine recently to live in that gratitude mindset because our minds are our minds are geared to go towards the negative. Sure. I mean, that's just how, how our brains kind of operate. And the more you train it to turn the negative into the positive and think of the things that you're grateful for, the more, I promise you, you'll have a lot more joy. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's a cool thing when the Lord starts transforming your mind to reframe circumstances uh, for his glory and for, and then he, you know, you, in return, we get just true joy for that. You're exactly right. Um, I mean, that's that's what um, that's what a relationship with the Lord and going through a, a refinement process mm-hmm. uh, in Christ looks like. Yeah, uh, you know, it, you you the Bible talks a lot about experiencing that uh, peace and joy that only comes through a relationship with the Lord, and um, you know that's. That's that's what happens. Uh, yeah. We we start to experience that, and ultimately, uh, you never kind of once that process starts, once that molding starts, it never stops um, until we're no longer alive uh, on this earth. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I, I think that um, I think that it's it's just if you want to experience that joy you're talking about, we know how. We, know, we do know how we we don't always get there. Uh, we know the answer. Yeah, living it's a different story. It's it's more difficult to live it. It's, life is tough and messy because yes, we're we're messy, messed up humans. We open us in prayer. I we'll, sure will. We'll sure will. Lord, thank you so much for loving us. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to come to you, so that uh, in this world of chaos and in this world of uncertainty and trial and adversity and in this world of the devil just attempting to throw darts at us, uh, that we have you to come to, that you have already won the victory in our lives, Lord, and um, that if we would just go after you and seek you and, and uh, you know, just follow you, Lord, that we could experience that joy and that peace that all of us are really and truly looking for in our lives. I pray that we could speak to someone today that would uh, point them to you in some form or fashion, Lord. You tell us to go after uh, just one, and uh, and that's what we're, we're attempting to do in, in this ministry. Lord, we love you. Uh, just pray you'll be with us throughout the rest of this week, and we ask this in your name. Amen. Obi, I want to try something a little different, and uh, what I want to talk about today, let's do a little exercise and uh, this is specifically for the listeners out there. If you're not driving or on the move, I want you to close your eyes and think about the absolute toughest moment that you've had in your life so far. Close your eyes and think about the toughest moment in your life so far. So that could, you know, that could be, and I'm talking about hurt and pain and deep, deep down scars that you may have. This may be hard for you. Um, a lot of times we don't go back there to to relive the pain and the negativity of those moments. But I think sometimes we have to go back and evaluate how I felt, um, 
how the Lord worked through it to see his goodness. I mean, it could be a death of a parent. Um, could be a death of a, a child. Um, could be uh, a spouse being unfaithful. Could be a spouse addiction. Could be your own addiction. Um, things, you know, the things that, that really, the worst moment in your life that, that could have just completely torn your life apart. It's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to to go back to that moment and think how hard that was, how difficult the situation it was, how it tore some relationships apart, all the catastrophes that might have happened because of that. Now I want to go to James, and we've talked about this first quite a quite a bit. I'm going to go to James 1, 2, and 3. Consider it joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that testing the testing of your faith produces endurance. Were we joyful during those moments? Can we look back and see where that produced endurance? It's hard. Um, and the reason I'm I'm on this today, my wife and I last night had a very very serious marriage discussion about some of those hurts um, in in our life and and specifically some of the hurts that we've caused each other and some of the darkest times, some of the most difficult times in our relationship and some of the most difficult times in our relationship with the Lord. But because of those, and that hard, hard to go through, hard to examine, hard to talk to, and I, here's where I'm challenging you to, to think about that. Think about that with purpose based on this verse. Consider it joy when you go through trials. Consider it joy. Why? Well, one example of that is that Courtney was able to talk to somebody about a situation that her and I have been through and kind of coach and lead through that based on, on a biblical Encourage perspective, that. yeah. Hey, it's. I know you feel like this is the end of the world and it's terrible, um, but God is good and God can heal and God can give grace and mercy through the situation and you can grow. But only she could have said that to this person. She could have said that from a place of never having been there. Never been been there. And Courtney Courtney would have, but the the compassion and empathy of it would have been different. It would have been different. It just hey, it just would. I've been uh, I've been through it and I know God can deliver you. Right. Through this. That terrible situation that you thought of earlier, have you allowed it? Have you allowed God to work through that? Have you allowed that experience and that that insanely difficult moment to resonate with part of who you are so that you can con- so that you can give glory to God when other people are, are going through it. Yeah. This is one of those topics that is um well it's you know, you want to say, oh well it's easy to discuss, but you haven't you haven't been through what I've been through. Yeah. You know, you haven't you haven't done the things that I've done and or you haven't uh, experienced the experiences that I've experienced. And there's just, there's just literally no way to come to 
to count those as blessings or to welcome those as joys. Um, and you're right in some degree, you know, we haven't been through all of what you've been through. Uh, some of the things we have been mm-hmm. through, you know, and, uh, it, we, we can't imagine, uh, I can't imagine what it might ha- be like to lose one of my children. Um, mm. you know, I, I can't begin to, uh, I just, I, we, we can't begin to imagine, you know, what that would be like or what that would look like or how we would, uh, if we would lean and fall into j- this verse in James, mm. you know, from a, from a standpoint of counting it pure joy, uh, to, you know, having gone through these trials as these trials to produce perseverance and, and, but, you know, it, in the storm, when you're in that moment, it, it it's certainly difficult. Mm. Our prayer and our, our prayer, not only for you, but our prayer for ourselves is that we would be able to, because of our relationship with the Lord, get to a point in those trials and in those moments of feeling like this may be the worst thing that I've ever experienced in my life of getting to a point in our faith mm-hmm. that we trust that we, we and, and it may not be in that moment. It may be after you ask God, why, you know, why are you, why am I going through this God? You know, why am I experiencing this? You know, getting to a point in your faith where you quit asking God why and you start asking him, what are you trying to show me uh, through this trial? That is a that, that is such a huge step in our faith. Yeah. You know, would yeah, you agree? It is. Absolutely. And the 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 failures, the greatest your greatest failure, your greatest trial, your greatest hurt at the same time is also our greatest opportunity for change and growth. Yes. And, and, and leaning into that is very, very difficult. And, and to, you know, just to break it down simply, you know, this is, this is all on a, everybody's on a different scale. I mean, your, your five-year-old's greatest trial to this point may be um, somebody took a toy from them at school. Right. And that's real mm-hmm. to them. And your greatest trial and or failure may be that you hurt the person you love the most on this earth deeply. Mm-hmm. And learning how to live through that and allow God to shape you. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough stuff. Yeah, it's very, it's very I mean, difficult. It, it's worthy of discussions regularly uh, because... The trials never cease. They are never going to stop. As long as we're alive and breathing on this planet, the trials are going to continue to 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 affect us. The devil's going to continue to throw darts at us. Uh, our faith is going to be tested. Our faith is going. The waters are going to be rough. And you know, my goal, my journey, is to continue down a path where I have a clear understanding that those are never going to cease. And I am on a journey to try and get to a point 
where my recognition of welcoming that yeah gets faster and faster when you're I when you're going through it sooner and sooner right does that yeah. make sense i think the closer that we get to the lord the the faster we're going to start to to recognize that and to to say oh joy consider right. it joy this is terrible <laughs> but consider it joy it's also an opportunity those massive failures trials and hurts are also your biggest opportunity to share Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. You think it think about somebody who is going through, you know, something absolutely terrible and they're still talking about Jesus. I know this guy went to church with this guy and he lost his son. And his son was in a wreck. I think he was twenty or I think he was around twenty, twenty one, twenty two years old. And man, this dude loves Jesus. And I say loves, like this has not gone away. And I remember him uh, a week or two after he lost his son, getting up in front of our youth and preach, preaching the message. And everybody in there knew that he had just lost his son. It was, I mean, devastating to lose a child. Never been through it, but you just know, you know. And the dude's up there talking about how good God is and, and that, you know, Jesus saved him from a, from a life of, of death. And you're just like, oh my gosh, how can how can he be saying these words in this moment? Yeah, it's not just like you know. There's two sides of that. Would you run from Jesus, or you know, one side of that is, you know, looks like depression for years. Nope. <laughs> this guy loved Jesus, and he wanted to use that moment to bring others to him. And he did. And he did. Because there probably couldn't have been a more powerful time in his life Mm -hmm. to be able to stand up on that stage and declare God as his king. And the cool thing is, is that he's, I've looked, you know, you look at his life, he's very consistent. Like it didn't change when something terrible happened to him. Right. It It actually grew. You know, he stayed consistent in his growth with his relationship with the Lord. It's just, I mean, it's just really cool when you see those those things in those circumstances. Um, think about, like, a husband who's not been faithful to his wife, and, and you see, you know, maybe five years, ago, five years go by, and they have a super healthy marriage now. Like, that's hurt, and that's pain that's hard to get through without God's grace. Yeah, you almost wonder if it is possible to get through without his grace you know, yeah I, I i don't know all i know is we all have a i don't i, I feel like that if you're alive and breathing you have aspirations mm-hmm. you know w- what those aspirations look like i i don't know but i want my aspirations to be um i i want it to i, I want to aspire to be like people who have a peace and a joy and a, and a, it doesn't make sense why they would have peace in this moment. Mm. I want, I aspire to have that peace in my life because I know that the trials are never going to stop. They're not. I I know that, I mean, we're, we're pushing 40, both of us, we're pushing 40 and 
the only thing that happened, one of the one of the primary things that happens after you get our age is we start experiencing people in our lives that are dying yeah. more and more with each passing year. They're leaving this life. It's life is or uh, aging is not curable. No, you know, it's not. It, uh, despite what the comments said earlier, aging is not curable. Aging on this earth. That's right. And, and, and so we're going to experience the, you know, more and more and more in our lives, the older we get, we're going to experience loss and we're going to experience difficult things, Mm -hmm. pain, pain. And I want to be like this man you're talking about. Mm -hmm. My aspiration is to experience that pain and it's okay to have that pain, but then come to a, a moment of peace knowing that either that in that loss, look at the life that this person lived. Uh, I'm going to get to experience more life with them whenever I pass on from this life and meet them in eternity. You know, I, I want to get to a peace faster than I do now. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's my aspiration. It's important to be comfortable in the uncomfortable moments, but we have to consistently train ourselves to do that. And that's by staying in the word, staying in connection with God, training, training our mind, like controlling your mindset, you know, so much about taking every thought captive, Yeah, take it all captive. And so much of this life is lived in your head. Mm. And if we are not, on the same page with God in here for not taking every thought captive. Then the devil's going to use every thought against us. That's right. The The majority of your day is spent here. Every day. Where you, you Minus having conversations with people, but the majority of our day is spent in your head. Yes, that's, it's, it's, it's just so important to develop uh, disciplines, spiritual disciplines, uh, that keep our minds active, that, uh, that allow us to take our thoughts captive. Uh, that way the devil doesn't creep in mm-hmm. to our idle minds, you know? And, and so it's good stuff, Shane. Um, you know, really good stuff. We've got to, we've got to recognize that the trials are never going to cease. We've got to recognize that we can overcome them. Uh, through Christ, through a relationship with Christ, we can experience a peace and joy, joy mm-hmm. in the midst of joy, pain. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. You know, what'd you say? You know, that makes sense. That don't make sense. That makes sense. You know, it, it's beyond our understanding, but the Bible says that it is beyond our understanding. And the yeah. only way that we can understand it is through a relationship with Jesus Christ. I would encourage you guys out there today, you guys and gals that we have been through things to talk about it when if you've experienced that joy uh through the midst of terrible pain talk about it talk about jesus let others know uh look for opportunities pray for opportunities to minister to other people that are going through similar situations as you use those moments in your life as as a catalyst to lead others to christ and and showing them you know just mercy and empathy um be a light. Yeah, be a light. Understand, see people. Uh, that's been my prayer recently. Like, God, let me see people. Um, you know, people people around us will act, will do dumb stuff sometimes, right? It, 
we do. I do dumb stuff. People around us do dumb stuff. And instead of being like, what the heck are you doing? Why would you act that way? Ask some probing questions. Like, don't assume. Just ask. Try to understand where they're coming from and show like the, the grace and the love that God has given us. We are called to show that to other people. And we need to have a deep love for people in order to really care. Like, if you don't care, if I don't care about people that I'm living life with or in proximity of, I better check myself. Yeah. And I think, I think if you don't know Christ, a lot of this stuff probably sounds just ludicrous. I can imagine, like, empathetically <laughs> yeah. putting myself in somebody else's shoes that has no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. But They're there's like, a these guys are crazy. Oh yeah, it's I mean it it, it can sound like uh, you, nuts why so. would I love people that I don't know or you, love people that hate me? Yeah, well, uh, uh, you know that, that's stupid. Jesus says, "Turn the other cheek." Yeah, everything in our culture and our world has said, "Knock them out." Yeah, you know what are you talking about? Turn the other cheek. Yeah, you know I mean this is so crazy. Why would why would these guys be pushing this? You know, I mean. I can understand how it would sound yeah. really crazy to I some can people. Too. I can, too. I can, too. If you don't understand it and you want to know more about it, um, you know, if you're interested in, in knowing who this Jesus guy is, just start reading the Bible, and you can start in, in Matthew. Um, if you're really interested, and just find out who is Jesus. And, and then, you know, if he prompts your heart to go further and you, you need more understanding, you can go to a, a local church and, you know, talk to a, a pastor there or, I think ever, I not, I might be in the wrong circles here, but I think in the United States we're close enough to a touch point with another Christian that we know is a Christian, even if we're not a Christian. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, maybe you have a buddy, uh, a friend that that knows Jesus and talks about Jesus, and and you want to know more. And if they're always talking about Jesus and and they're living life, uh, in a way that confuses you a little bit, then that probably is the person you need to go talk to the Bob there's scripture in the Bible that says there is evidence of God everywhere. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't have to be a Christian. It doesn't have right. to be somebody that declares, uh, God as, you know, I'm, I'm, that, that they have a relationship with God or Jesus or whatever. I mean, there's evidence of God everywhere. The Lord is powerful enough on his own for you to come to him without, an intermediate area. That's exactly right. He is. All right. That's kind of deep, man. It's good. (laughs) I like it. Appreciate y'all joining us today. Hit those buttons at the bottom. Like, share, subscribe. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.